0: Sukumar so sir is a business mentor at IIMB Nagatul S. Raghavan Center for Entrepreneurial Learning. He is an alumnus of IIT, KGP, and IIMB. He has worked in B2B marketing for seven years in Bombay. He has also established an electronic component unit in Mysore in 1982, serving the professional electronics, telecom, defense, and instrumentation markets in India with indirect exports. Rangachari Sir is the founder and director of a US-based software company with a development center in Bangalore in the area of pharma R&D since 1999. He is also an independent director of a startup in the area of process quality and productivity in the construction industry. He is a certified assessor for the CII Exim Award for business excellence. He has been an adjunct faculty in JSS Center for management studies, visiting faculty at SDM-IMD, Apart from providing management management training, executive coaching, and consulting for the last many years. he is a trustee of two hospitals in Mysore. He has also been the chairman of CII Mysore and actively served in NGOs, including a CBSE school. Apart from all of that, he is also a life member of the Indian Society for Training and Development. We all welcome you, sir. Moving on, today's thought of the day is Whenever you find yourself doubting how far you can go, just remember how far you have come. Remember everything you have faced, all the battles you have won, and all the fears you have overcome. Now, I would like Mr. Sukumar Rangachari to take over the session. Over to you, sir.
1: Uh, Thank you so much, Pujita, for such a wonderful uh, introduction and for such a wonderful thought. And, uh, sir, now we actually, before uh, when we thought to have this session, so we actually, uh, created a form so like to understand and to collect the doubts uh the participants have so we collected the 10 most uh, important questions uh, which covers almost uh, every part uh, every doubt what they have And at the last 10 minutes we having an interaction round if you still have any doubts you guys can participate i request nandini to please uh turn uh, onto the slide one thank you so much sir and the first question we have is the mba in abroad or India, which is the best option to choose among these to have a secure and high career. Over to you sir.
2: Thank you very much. Uh, I had circulated today sometime back, which an article which I had published in the National Daily Deccan RL, but that was written in 2013. But uh, a lot of things are relevant. But One of the things which I didn't uh, touch on that is about uh, this question which you asked right now, whether MBA in in India or abroad. Okay. Uh, uh, The question is that if you take any of the uh, rankings of most of the business schools today as compared to uh, what, what was there many years back, in fact if you see even the ads which are coming in the uh, television today i think the, uh, even a university like amity is claiming that they are number 5 right okay and uh, uh, of course in, uh, uh, they uh, you have a lot more private universities which are doing extremely well in the uh, in india today now if you if i have to ask a question uh, do abroad and why is uh, more for the tag what you get and sometimes very, uh, what could be important is if you have good uh, employment opportunity there especially in a in any cutting edge technology uh the uh, in uh, technology or services or uh, you know uh, places like that uh in most subjects we are almost on par or better than in in uh, any uh, uh, other university abroad but still the if you can afford it what I, that's what i can say that if you can afford it yes why not you know why not look at uh, a good university abroad you know it uh, it should not be that some uh, uh, low ranked university or something like that if like if it is like for biz, business uh, uh, entrepreneurship in fact you know i don't know whether any of you have even heard of a college like the babson college in us it's supposed to be the world's number 1 for when it comes to entrepreneurship in fact people uh, the family uh, people who are in family business even from countries like japan and many other uh, advanced countries join the Babson College because they are uh, uh, a university who has been primarily working on entrepreneurship, right? So uh, there are, of course, like uh, Harvard is uh, the best. Okay, we want our Stanford School is the best. Uh, If you can get into uh, that, there is nothing like that. And if you can afford it, there is still, again, nothing like that it's a question of again the question of affordability versus uh, you know uh the uh you know uh, what you can get right so that's all i can say at the at the moment you know see most of the uh, you know people from the business families which are very well to do obviously they send them for an mba abroad you know right so the uh that is not only that, because they have exposure, they not only do business in India, but also abroad. And uh, that tag, which is there, gives them a a sort of, uh, you know, in a club of its own abroad, you know, that's the, uh, you know, that's all I can say about whether in India or abroad. It's a, your affordability, Plus, whether you can make it to the that, and if you, after doing an MBA, if you work for at least a few years there abroad, in a cutting-edge techno, you know, field, then it makes a lot of difference in your career when you come back,
1: and if you come back rather. And so, actually, uh, I have another. Related to this, like yeah, yeah. My... okay, better to
2: ask those questions related to the same thing so that
1: we don't go yes, back sir. And... Related yeah. to the same thing. Like, uh, most of my friends, even they asked they ask me, uh, and they're also discussing on this point. He, after studying abroad, after working for like two or three events, what will be the career scope after getting uh, after you know coming to India back? Uh,
3: well, if you are talking
2: about a corporate career i don't think you will have any great advantage but if it is related to again coming back to the research and universities yes it will have a good advantage see it is like uh, the even if you take the indian institute of management uh, there are a uh, bangalore uh, faculty strength is more than about 100 you know we have a uh uh, pgp uh, rather mba now currently that both put together yes uh, the student strength is only about thousand plus but the faculty strength is about hundred plus now many of these faculties who have done uh you know uh, uh mba plus phd abroad and worked in some of the universities there or worked in uh uh, corporate careers there, but then who want to get into teaching later in life that definitely helps because the exposure what is there helps in uh, the further research and teaching here in India
3: So back to abroad understanding yeah I,
1: I, I lost you there. Uh, sir, uh, I'm asking. If there is, uh, not, uh, this, uh, we don't have much advantage if you're coming back to India after studying and uh, working for a couple of years at abroad, if it's in the corporate. No, context. if it is
2: for a corporate career, uh, if it is immediately, yes, makes a difference. But if you are there for too long, let us say 10 years, 15 years, and getting back, you may not have a parallel entry here that, you know, what you would have otherwise got after, see, basically everybody is looking at the first few steps when you come, get into a career. How fast can you, you know, take off? Is the, what is, let us say the, what is the uh, runway length? Okay, if you have to ask, you know, whether it can, you can do it in three or five or, you know, uh, that ma- makes a lot of difference in your later career. Because I have myself seen that some of the people who have been able to uh, get to middle management very fast have gone up right up to the top very easily. But those who stagnate at the junior management level and have a gradual uh, uh, progress uh, never reach the top. Again, of course, it depends upon your ability versus what you uh, aspire. But if you're aspiring for the top, then you will have to look at some of these measures where you study abroad, work for a few years abroad and come back. Or if you work for a lot of period and things like that, then you come back for teaching and other research assignments.
1: Thank you so much. Sir. And we have a second question. And you can you please do uh, this? And we have, and sir, actually, you know, uh, after right after, like those who are into the engineering, or those who are into the undergrad and the field of commerce, business, anyone. So most of in India we have the uh, we should crack that and we should get into IIMs. And most of them are actually trying for the science, But is there any difference we have in IIMs as compared to the private institutions in this test in terms of academia placements opportunity? Uh, see again, let's say
2: uh, A decade before, let's, you know, 2010 or whatever, you know, or before that, IAMs were still ruling on top. But I see of late that there are many universities like uh, Nasi Monji, NMI, uh, what they call, then uh, uh, basically MDA Gurgaon, uh, the uh, NM from Bombay then uh, you have uh, many colleges who are doing uh, extremely well. You know, even uh, colleges like uh, Lakeside in Chennai, they are doing pretty well. So the competition has definitely caught on uh, quite quite a bit, but you'll have to be really careful about what people claim. And uh, of course, some of them have even Fallen by the wayside, although they started with a big bank. Like I, uh, I have a case of uh, a college like Myra in um, uh, uh, Mysore. They started as a with a great uh, this thing, but uh, they never caught on. Uh, and colleges like SDM Institute of Management, uh, where I used to teach, also uh, they have been steadily progressing, but they're not on the top. If you don't aspire, you know the. Uh, uh, Career-wise, uh, again, as I told you, it depends upon how much, uh, what kind of uh, score you have, and where you are able to get admissions to. You know, the CAT scores, whatever uh, you call. Okay. So uh, among the IIMs, again, uh, the uh, ABC is there, and apart from that, Lucknow, Kurukud, the. I don't know about Indore, but why Zag is uh, doing well? And uh, I,
3: yeah, I think, uh, of course,
2: a lot of them are there. Right. See, ultimately, in an educational institution, it's uh, not, I, I rather, you, you know, most of the time we say, you know, who makes up the institute? Is it the faculty or the students? If you seriously ask a question, who makes up the institute, right? How does the institute get famous? It is obviously because of the students, not because of the faculty. You see, you can have uh, an average group of uh, students and uh, uh, you know, great faculty, but the turno- turnout may not be all that good. IAMS are doing well because they are. They take the you know from the admission test. They they take the cream, and so they have been doing consistently well, and which again goes to for IITs, you know. But if suppose uh, you say that fifty uh, percent reservation, let us say, happens in IITs and IAMS, what would happen? You will have a definitely a, a problem in the uh, outcome, and then obviously that would affect the image of the. Uh, uh, institute all that okay so uh, private institutions yes some of them are doing well and uh, uh, see there again there are two all india level private institutes and some of them are more local like uh, while uh, pujita was uh, reading my resume she also mentioned about jss uh, center for management studies you know jss of course is a Fairly big uh, educational uh, setup they have in many places, but the management is more of a local tier two college, you no know, kind of thing, where uh, uh, no the people who pass out are for even for local jobs at the most or state level jobs. You rarely find somebody going out of even the state. Forget about uh, abroad. Okay, so. Uh, Whereas from IIM cities, the other way around. Most people go abroad. In fact, if you take my own class, yesterday we met uh, our director along with the first two batches. Almost everybody has uh, gone abroad or worked abroad. In fact, I was one of the few who chose to be an entrepreneur very early in life. But otherwise, most of them have uh, worked abroad or for at least multinational companies in their life. So, Difference between IIMs and this one is obviously the uh, two things are important. Is one is the cosmopolitan nature of the students which are there. The, having I have been uh, teaching for the last twenty plus years, uh, even colleges, local colleges like uh, in Bangalore we have uh, RVC, uh, we have uh, PS Institute of Technology, which is now the PS University. The difference it makes in the field uh, in there is that if you find a class of 60, you will practically find a melting pot of the country there. Whereas if I uh, I go to a class in JSS uh, uh, Center for Management Studies, 90% will be you know, people from the local and maybe about 10% from other areas. So the cosmopolitan outlook. Makes a lot of difference in your own learning process. Fortunately, right from my early education, r- rather after schools, not before, uh, till I was in school, I was in local schools, so I was didn't have an exposure. But after I reached Mumbai, and then uh, subsequently my college, and then IIT Kharagpur, these are all huge melting pots. You know, you have people from all over India. And sometimes even foreign students with you, and that creates a sense of competition and then an exposure, which otherwise will you will not get. So the I would say IIMs and private universities, but choose the top, the top ranking universities. You will okay. definitely find. Okay. The okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes.
3: Okay. Any? I think Murali was trying to yes, ask sir. something.
1: I think it's uh, happened, accidentally.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Second, of course, one major thing in any institute is that how good is an is a institute? You see the student to faculty strength. See, as I told you, we have for a PGP, oh, sorry, the MBA. Uh, I still am in the old terminology. For an MBA in IIM Bangalore, uh, in, in fact, yesterday, was, we were talking to the director. Uh, Rishikesh Krishna, uh, like he was saying, we have 100 plus faculty, for a student strength is only 1000. So you can imagine, there is one faculty for every 10 student. So obviously, the, the advantage is that you have many people who whom you can, uh, you know, and many subjects which you can take, what subjects they offer, what streams they offer, what uh, research facilities that those institutes have. So obviously, the more research facilities they have, there will be more uh, research assistants who also help in teaching. So all these matter. Simple yardstick is student to teacher ratio. What is that? You see. Then you say, also take the average placement uh, which the know these are published figures now you can say you know people may claim that somebody has got two crores but it it doesn't matter because what is the mean and what is uh, a you know what is the mean salary let us say the institute is able to get for its students when they pass out and of course Obviously, everybody may be claiming 100% placement records, but uh, not the tier two, tier three colleges. So, these are some of the things which you have to weigh yourself. And of course, residential versus non residential colleges. Again, I would strongly recommend residential colleges. I've been only in residential colleges, so I can only say that, you know, and it's a different uh, learning altogether.
1: Thank you, sir. And the next question uh, we have, it's the most frequently asked question, sir, that MBA is with work experience uh, with without product experience. If most of us have doubts on this question.
2: Yes, yes, yes. I, I am a very, very, very strong votary of doing an MBA after experience. And I would say at least two years of experience. Personally, if you ask me, in fact uh, i was in the uh, board of admissions when sdm started about 30 years back in mysore and uh, i refused two things i refused of course with all due due respect to people who are doing bba bbm uh, i said uh, why do you take bba bbm what was the reason why the person joined bba in the first place why do you know it's like doing a general program and then doing more of the same general program. You see, after all, MBA, till you come to the, uh, the um, specialization, you're still mostly talking about everything all the way streams of management, which probably most of you have covered in, in even, a, even a rudimentary way in BBA, BBM. When it comes to work experience, most of the times we talk about case studies and games and many other things, you know. How, how will you understand something if you're not able to visualize what is there? See, now, even if there is a small slight resemblance of what you have done, you are able to visualize that and put have some meaning to what you are learning. It is not that, you know, uh, uh, let's say if you're a want to become a pilot right now a pilot uh, uh, d- does not do just only classroom reading and uh, then on the day when he passes out he is given a uh, aircraft and say now you start flying correct
3: so there is a, pr- uh,
2: a training which goes on you know that he has to at- Do, apart from the theory, whatever is there, he must have done so many hours of flying, right? Before he gets his certificate for, uh, or whatever, diploma, whatever. Why is it uh, different for the MBA? Since you're learning uh, deeper into into this subject, some bit of work experience is definitely not only should, we must, but at least desired. Of course, in case of one-year MBAs, they do insist on five years of experience. Now, in mo- most of the cases, that is understandable. Because in five years, you have learned a lot of things on the ground while working. And uh, it is easy to connect theory with the practice what you have done. And experience, of course, age, maturity, all that which comes in from the age. So I would strongly recommend at least a couple of years of experience. See, I, I would say if you're passed out of graduation, work for one year. And during that one year, you start applying. Okay. Start attempting. So that, you know, by the second year of working somewhere in between, you will get your uh, and uh, it's good to take a break also, you know, and get some money, you know, for yourself. Okay, so that is what I would advise.
1: Thank you so much, sir. This is the most frequently asked question. Uh, questions we have, and the next yeah. question, uh, Nandini, can you please uh, take an slide? and the uh, next question. According to the changing trends, uh, which specialization has the best scope in future? I think you jumped to fourth. There was something third.
3: Huh. Huh. Oh,
2: third was MBA. Okay, okay. Says so, fourth. Yeah, specialization it's a fourth as a scope for see, uh, it's a highly dynamic, changing atmosphere right now in what's happening. Uh, with more of uh, artificial intelligence and uh, automation happening in many places. Uh, what is happening is mid-level jobs will start vanishing and they're vanishing fast. Either you have skill-based jobs, which a person has uh, to contend with. You see, now the question is not one of the payment. Yeah yes or you have to go to the senior and top management now in this as you go higher and higher in any management if you have seen the skill versus uh, uh, you know the technical skills required and then managerial skills which are required as you go higher and higher you need managerial skills rather than technical skills When I say technical skills, I'm talking about marketing, finance, uh, HR, you know, all that, you know. Um, At a top level, uh, let us say at a senior uh, CEO level, he has to handle everything, right? And the first and foremost is obviously finance. But not only finance, but then the entire operations, the strategy. And uh, everything which goes with that, communication, communicating, uh, the stakeholders, not only inside and outside the organization, be a leader in terms of being in the public uh, space, right? So you graduate to becoming a leader from an employee or at the technical level, at the lower level. So specialization, all specializations can lead to the top. But some specializations, it is difficult. Like for example, if you're in HR, I've re- rarely found a person from HRS who has gone to a CEO. Why don't you study? It's very easy that if you want to study, you can yourself take about 40, 50 CEOs from various companies and their backgrounds, you know. They're all available. You can do your own research. Somebody can do a research. What is their basic education background? Uh, what are the specializations they start, uh, learned initially? Right. And what is their level? Because most of them, if you take even LinkedIn today, you will get all this information. Okay. Some, <laughs> I would say, correct? If you are diligent enough, you can do that. And if you want to reach the top, how many of them reach their top in these kind of things? Very good organizations like, let us say, Tata's, and uh, my son is working for LNT. and uh, they what they do is that they don't take too many of MBS, if you see. You see, like Tata's have their own, what they call as a Tata administrative services. Most of the senior management, what they uh, groom, are from their Tata Administrative Services. They will take a person who is an engineer or you know scientist or whatever it is you know from a very good background. If you see their career path, they will keep change you know putting them every three years into one of the areas. And it's not only for them to understand the roles and work there and they they also it makes them to uh, assess the employee as to what the person is capable of and from the employees point of view expose them to all the uh, uh, functional areas which it is required because as you grow to the senior levels of management you need to use more of the skills from all these You can't say that I'm not a good, uh, I'm an introvert. I cannot cannot, uh, uh, deal with uh, the marketing and other people or something like that. Then you will never reach the top. Then you will be maximum. You will become a manager in operations, right? So these are uh, the things, you know, what is that you are trying to aspire? If you want to be a specialist in an organization, there is absolutely no problem. In fact, I have my classmate who uh, did uh, uh, from engineering, who is now with GE in the US. He has got many patents to his credit and uh, he did his MS PhD there, joined GE. And in US and many of these advanced countries, they do not worry about what is your designation. In fact, if you, uh, about Seven, eight years back, he was in India, I met him and uh, we were sitting and having a a cup of tea in the evening before he had to take an early flight in the evening. I asked uh, him, you know, we have the penchant to ask him, what's your designation, right? He
3: says, what designation? I'm an engineer.
2: See, they don't understand what is it that, what are you trying to say? I'm an engineer, I work, right? And uh, he is so good that, even after being super animated, GE has called him back. In fact, uh, last week he has joined back GE, with, but under his own terms and conditions that he will work only part-time. So it is how good you are at the job that matters there. Here, similarly you have to assess what is your, what are you aspiring to be? And how much of it you will be able to uh, deliver by, by way of uh, qualif- you know, acquiring qualification and experience, and then uh, take up those subjects. See, for me, I know for fact, even today, if you ask me, I'm not good at finance. OK, you may say, yes, I've been a CEO. How can you say you're not good at Yes, As a CEO, I don't have to do accounting. I, can, I have to look at the balance sheet. I have to look, plan for, uh, uh, funds. I, I should know the difference between the different type of funds which I employ in various places. All that is fine. But ask me why debit, credit, and all that? No, that's not my business. It, I just can't do that. So I, I, I know for a fact that, yes, I'm good with people. So I, I said, OK, uh, uh, instead of HR, of course, I took up uh, marketing. And I'm, I I'm an engineer. Heart of heart of art. So my specializations were in operations and marketing, whatever I took. And I'm happy with what I've done. It helped me in my entrepreneurial career right through. Right? And uh, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. So specialization, it is not the scope. It is what you are interested in and what you think is the best fit for you. <laughs> And if you aspire to be on the top, then what can it lead? You know, usually technical skills only take you to the top. That I can tell you. See, it's like Sundar Pichai. If he is there on the top, it is not because of his uh, management degree or something like that. You know, he was, he's a good engineer, right? All other things becomes, you know, the organization takes care of. And most good organizations keep on sending you for various programs to make you to learn. So the the thing like MBA becomes irrelevant
3: there. I think that is what
2: I can see. So scope is a a debatable uh, subject. Depends more more often on your interests and your aspirations.
1: yes yeah. And the next question we have, uh, Nandini, can you please uh, put up the next question? No,
2: is there any question on this again? If somebody else has got before we go,
1: I think Rama, you raised your hand. Do you have any questions? Today, yeah, uh, please do. Point?
2: Don't hesitate because uh, there may be something specific which I might have missed out also.
1: If you have any questions, please uh, type it in the chat box. shirish uh, has a question sir he sure. is the deputy director for uh, uh, public image for the retract club of cash yes shirish go ahead
3: shirish you have to unmute yourself and then talk and then after finishing mute yourself now you can unmute yourself
2: shirish he, has, he says he doesn't have permission to.
4: Understand. Yeah, uh, I ha- I got it now. So uh, okay, good evening, okay, sir. It.
2: Yeah, good evening.
4: Yeah. So uh, there are uh, instead of taking a specific specialization, there is also yeah. MBA general. So would you suggest uh, students who are like some students are not sure uh, as to which field to go into? So would you suggest taking general? Or general for such students, or no,
2: see, but most course. of these courses, when they say specialization, it actually means that there are some electives. If you take like three or four electives of that particular stream, you are deemed to have done that specialization. See, that's how they look at it. In fact, long uh, some back, I was talking to one of the person. Uh, my, in fact, he's a relative of mine. I remember I was traveling with him. He did the three-year program of uh, software enterprise management from IM Bangalore. Okay. I uh, told him, I'm quite uh, keen to know what exactly you did on that. And uh, can you send me, give me your, um, the uh, total syllabus of the three years, you know? Then he said, you know, he calls me mama, uh, mama's. That is not the thing, you know, what they they have done. They call, everything is the same. It is like that Punjabi kitchen, you know. Everything is the same. Just put a little flavor here, there, and then call that as that specialization. See, most management, 80% will be the common, right? It is some of the electives which you take finally, which makes you to the general thing. Okay. And um, uh, of course, now there are... uh, uh, you know, management's uh, courses which are designed for specific functional areas, like for you know, construction management. There is a school in Pune, if I, I don't know that, you know, that there is a, for construction management, then um, uh, nowadays uh, sports management has again come up in a big way. Uh, healthcare, man- you know, that is uh, uh, management of uh, hospital management, and of course, the hotel management was always there as a special course because that was uh, the skill in hotel management was uh, specific. And then so they had that didn't come under the MBA programs. So ultimately, management is generic in nature. It is the final little bit uh, which you put you know, on the top that makes the difference. Okay, what flavor you want to do that? So there is no problem but then having uh, done that, maybe you know you can take something which is of interest to you. After all, learning a little deeper in any subjects doesn't uh, is never a waste. As uh, Steve Jobs says, you know, he did a, a course in calligraphy when he had no job himself and which helped, of course, which is why you have fonts today in computers, right. So the uh, nothing gets waste. So that way, in fact, I I tried to learn a couple of foreign languages. I knew that I had, meaning I'm not cut out for languages, but still to get a flavor of what is there, did. So it doesn't uh, really matter. You can uh, can do the whatever general management uh, program, but I don't know whether any college offers like that because they do insist on you taking some elective in the final semesters. Uh, I
3: think Electives. Sir Electives. Rama has yeah. some ah, Rama was yeah. Rama. Uh, please unmute it. Unmute okay. Rama, are you there? Just yes, give me a little bit of I mean.
1: Rama, if you're unable to unmute yourself, please uh, text uh, uh, in the chat box. Sir will be answering that. I see chat. Okay. Uh, and can you please uh, uh, go to the uh, next question?
4: Uh, I'm sorry, Vaishnav. I have another question regarding the work experience. May I?
1: Yes, please ask.
4: Uh, yes sir. Uh, so uh, you suggested that uh, we get at least two years of experience uh, before we uh, apply for mba uh, right. before we join mba colleges uh, but which field would be better like uh, would an mba related field be better or a technical field be better so
2: in engineer, sorry mba related to
4: like let's say uh, a marketing role or a finance role
2: See, MBA, when you normally say it is for uh, the uh, functional areas, like as you say, you know, the difference between is technical and functional areas. Okay. Even if you talk about uh, operations, which is actually on the, uh, if it is manufacturing on the shop floor or uh, uh in other uh, cases, uh, like uh, mm, uh, the functioning of the organization, the, pro- the, the functioning processes, uh, or ra- rather what we call as a backroom voice in the uh, terms of uh, uh, services. Yeah. Uh, that is, but invariably, most management courses are for Uh, the uh, functional areas because after all management of resources is what you are studying in management. See, there are two aspects again in management. One is the how, meaning whether you are doing something right or how to do it right. These are only the two major things and how to do any of these efficiently.
3: Now, any organization, you have a
2: role to play in managing the resources, which is allotted to you to uh, work with. Like if you are in a human resource situation, you need to employ. The very simple thing what there is, have the optimum number of people and get the right person for, uh, the. Uh, with the right fit for the work that is to be done in marketing uh, your main job is to ensure that you get sufficient order book to ensure that your operations run right these are very simple things right so the uh, what you learn about in engineering or a BCom is different totally different is how to do it Right, in terms of that. Whereas managing the resources is what you learn in man- you know, the in, in, in the management program.
3: Right. So I
2: I, uh, I didn't specifically understand what Sirish you were t- trying to say. Uh, did you get what I was trying to say?
3: Sirish, no? Ask the question. Yes. Shirish, can you unmute again? Uh, Shirish, now you can unmute yourself. I have
1: given that.
4: Uh, uh, yes, sir. So, just uh, uh, a uh, personal uh, questions at the end of the session, Session, apparently. So, I will ask my question. Then.
2: Okay, sure. Okay. Right. You can uh, go next. Yeah.
4: So, we have
1: less uh, 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 time left, like uh, as we can will uh, complete this questions and then we'll be having interaction. Uh, uh, OK. Discussion. Is it fine, sir? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nandini, can you please go to the, uh, Yeah, uh, we have the fifth question, sir.
2: And uh, what, what is the, the criteria for criteria, the right uh, MBA colleges? colleges? I think we have managed, answered it in a different way earlier, right? In the sense, the criteria is what uh, what you want to do after an MBA. That is also very important. As I told you, if you want to be an entrepreneur, uh, uh, and uh, I don't know, even in today's context, any college in India is really catering to entrepreneurship as a career. In fact, most of them have some kind of uh, courses. I have myself taught entrepreneurship as a course uh, for many years in many colleges. I can very, uh, even in spite of that, I can say that not many, not even 10% of the students have taken up entrepreneurship, even after attending the course. Sometimes they take up because probably it's easier to score or I am easy, easy to work with or whatever, you know. But uh, the fact is that, uh, to, uh, you know, the, what you want to do at the end, there are very few people who are very clear. If you want a good career in uh, what type of company, what kind kind of uh, uh, what place and things like that, then based on that you should look. And plus, of course, your own ability to get you know what is your C T score, whatever is there. And of course, you cannot uh, uh, go beyond that. So, uh, I would only say that. Uh, It, again, depends on you, your interests, and see what the uh, uh, college offers, what is the output of that colleges. Sometimes you can even go to the extent of looking at what kind of faculty they have in that particular area of your interest, which is all available today in publishing. If you go to any of the things, that's what, in fact, most of the people do when they have to take up something. They say that I want these subjects, I'm, I'm interested in these subjects, and the faculty in this particular college is very good. So, that would be a better option rather than just blindly taking because some college offers these courses. Right. In fact, many times I know that one or two good faculty makes an extreme, a hell of a lot of difference. Because not many colleges are able to attract top talent in all the fields, all the areas. So, other than I am, of course, okay. So you need to uh, see if you're if you're able. To, uh, that is your CET score says that you know you're able to get these colleges. In fact, I'll tell you for uh, when my son wanted to do an MTech, you know, he got that gate score of course there you know uh, you have to do a right a gate examination so for, unfortunately he was not eligible for any of the iits but he was eligible to for at least five or six of the nits so you know starting from you know karnataka nit suratkal then nit trichy then nit warangal and uh, you know i don't know nagpur or something like that you know uh, Nakur was a little far off, and then we said, among the three, I just looked at the faculty. I said, Look at the faculty. How many PhDs are there in that faculty? Of course, nowadays everybody claims to a PhD, but a PhD from where and with what experience? That is what you have to see. Okay. And how many papers they have published? You know, things like all these are available in, you know, across, on your screen. You don't have to go out of your room. Okay. So once you look at the faculty, Strength in your area of interest. I think that is what you should choose. So when we did that search, myself, uh, you know, at that time, you know, I I found that Barangal had an excellent uh, faculty for that subject what what he has chose, chosen. Number. So that that decided in the favour you no know, of uh, going there. So I would suggest the same thing that among the choice what you have look at the faculties which are available which in that particular field see many places in abroad many of the universities abroad they try to choose the students you know attract the students good students to their own departments you see of course, we have not come to that level, but at least you can choose the other way around. Choose the college based on the faculty which is available. Okay, that's a good start. through that.
1: Sure. Sir. Thank you so much. And the next uh, question, uh, the sixth question we have. is uh, what are the application procedures uh, for the Ivy League colleges, and how to make sorry, 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 sorry,
2: sorry. Start- I, when I, I saw it, we are am saying that.
1: Procedurally,
2: please don't ask me something. I'm very, you know, I, I don't keep track of those things. It keeps changing from time to time. It is all published data, anyway. And uh, one of the things which I, of course, from my own experience, I find that you know you should always uh, talk to some of your friends who knows who is already there in that college. It's as simple as that. You know, today you can do that again on uh, Skype, Zoom uh telephone whatsapp you know calls so you can uh, do that after doing your desk, uh, desk research on your web search rather you know all that so because there may be something which is there on the uh, actually which happens maybe slightly different than what is described and these things keep changing from time to time, you know. So uh, this is one question I'll not be able to answer. <laughs> no problem. sir.
1: And
2: procedural know. ones I don't know
1: because uh, there is a definitely changes frequently. And I think it also depends on college to college.
2: If I'm not depends on college to college, many 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 things. Yeah.
1: So the uh, so seventh question we have, and this is something. frequently asked this is, this is something
2: really interesting. What kind of extracurricular activities one should focus in our MBA with academia? I would say that, you know, see, uh, our entire education system is going at total overhaul, if you know, uh, if you must have heard of the new education policy. See, our major problem in our entire education system has been that we have been told to rote-learn subjects and get pass marks to go to the next level. And in fact, the current education system, you don't have to even pass because they will make sure that you pass till till the 10th standard where you have one examination, no public examination. So you are, nobody concentrated on any kind of uh, of course, some people call it co-curricular, extracurricular, they they all mean the same. Okay, Activities and as. Some schools promote them, and not many schools do not have even the facilities for any kind of uh, co-curricular activities. Uh, I have myself been a proponent of uh, what is mentioned now in the new education policy that right up to the sixth standard, sixth standard, starting from pre-KG, LKG, UKG, first, second, which forms the early childcare education, and then the preparatory uh, years of third, fourth, fifth. No subjects are taught. Whatever is being taught is through gamification, through storytelling, through uh, activities. And you have to explore the different intelligences which a person develops over this period. You see, you are supposed to have eight different types of intelligences if you know what uh, uh, if some of you may know or if you start, work through. The eight intelligences include apart from the you know, interpersonal and your own uh, personal you have musical you have numerical you have spatial you are linguistic right kinesthetics when it comes to sports you see there are eight intelligences you can google search and you'll come to know and of course there are seven earlier the one, one which is now been included is called the natural intelligence which is the your ability to empathize with nature and of course, today that is given most importance in the sense, you know, sustainability, uh, you know, care for Mother Earth, you know, various things which they talk about. So, the this has never been nurtured in our school so far. But the curriculum, what is going to, is being introduced from this year. Of course, gradually it will take at least. Uh, it is supposed to be done by the year of two thousand thirty. So it's not a short-term plan, okay? So that is where is being attempted to know what a person is capable of and how to nurture those talents. Lot of people are working. In fact, in my, uh, my own mentors program, I, come up, I have uh, mentoring a lot of people who are working on such extracurricular, co-curricular activities for children starting from the age of three. Entry level. So when I'm talking about that, why not about MBA? <laughs> Correct. Correct. Now you know very well that you know the old saying that all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Correct. You obviously have to do, you know, you have to balance life. And life is not only about work. Work is only one fourth of the quadrant in your life. Three fourth of the quadrant of your own immediate family, your society, and your own spiritual things. So you have to develop and then uh, many colleges give enough opportunities for these extracurricular activities. Again, it is better to join those colleges which give, instead of you know, joining a college which has only a building and nothing else, you know the center of a city, which won't give you any opportunity to do anything else. That is why I say say again, residential programs are definitely better than non-residential
1: programs because of this. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, sir. And uh, those who are actually looking to participate in extracurricular activities, may you rotate club of course, welcome to join our class. Yeah. And, correct. Uh, uh, next question. Correct. <laughs> Difference between Thank MIM you, and MBA. The next question
2: MIM was master, master, uh, this uh, terminology terminology. MBA itself was something generic, which came from uh, uh, US Uh, masters in management. See all these are only names you see ultimately, but now the government has recognized that MBA is only the one degree when it comes to many these things so let us go by that only see when it comes to engineering you can either have a be or a btech depends upon which now uh, increasingly people are offering btech instead of be this is earlier terminology right and of course there is a subtle difference in both but doesn't really matter much but i would say that it should be an mba as simple as that because that is what is recognized by the University Grants Commission and most of the others, you know, in the in India. Yeah, thank but you, sir. And who the, offers that MIM? What
1: is that? So many colleges are actually offering uh, MIM. In fact, uh, uh, business school there is a uh, uh, top business school in Paris. Even I mean, most of these Ivy League colleges, even they are offering this MIM. And they are not at all uh, looking for uh, the work. For example, this Ivy League colleges are looking for uh, work experience if you want to get in. But uh, those uh, colleges were offering MIM. See, basically what happens,
2: I'll, I'll tell you, one of the re- things which you should also consider is that if you want to do a research or a PhD later in life, okay, typically you need to have a four-year uh, degree and a two-year MBA which will only qualify you for doing a PhD. So, if you have such degrees which are not recognized for doing a PhD, then you are in trouble. So, if you want to complete your education with that, for the for applying that education into your work uh, situation, then it is okay. But, if you are looking for going further then you should take a beaten path like an mba <laughs> that's what i would say
1: thank you sir and the next question we have uh, even this is uh, a frequently asked questions so do gap your effects are mba application no i don't i don't think i don't think they see that
2: i don't see anywhere they will see that i was have been in admissions committees also uh ultimately you are uh, uh, now CAT, whatever scores uh, are the ones which is important and the fact that you got a degree from somewhere is imp- important. You could have had a gap for, because of your health reasons and now, especially after COVID, everybody will be having some facts, uh, you know. So it is not, uh, I don't think that should be a problem at all. Yes, sir.
1: And the 10th question we have, the last question, sir, That's a, that is how to find our mba as it costs lakhs uh, lakhs of rupees and mighty pros for ivy league colleges <laughs> student loan is the only thing <laughs> if you, if your father your
2: your family can afford it uh, take it from the family otherwise you're, you have a student loan I and don't also the
3: scholarships
2: scholarships i don't know how many how many of them have really a good scholarships right? They're very minuscule See, basically, this is the thing. You know, even in IAM, as they say, why is the fee so high? But the government has stopped funding. In our, our time, the government was paying everything. So we hardly paid any fees. Yes, it was all government funding. But now the government says that they're, they're not going to fund any of these IAMs or you know, whatever it is. The private colleges obviously have to fund themselves. We, when you have hundred professors for thousand <laughs> students. So a professor each one costs a lot of money. Apart from the, uh, you, you know, managing an infrastructure of hundred acres of land with, uh, uh, you know, the world class buildings and all that which you if you have ever seen the campus inside, all that costs money. Who is paying for it? The student is paying for it. Correct. So, uh, you need to meaning of course you have to take a student loan. But then how? Uh, what kind of uh, see that is what i'm saying you know, today you are in a debt trap right through when it comes to education by the time you start you get into one and then get out of the other you know like people i, I pity people who have taken for engineering a, a student loan and by the time they finish that's why that's why i also very sincerely say take a two year gap you know at least you make up enough money and uh, uh, Even in my case, you know, I worked for about three years. At least I could save enough to pay one year of fees, you know, without asking my father at that time.